Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm Savannah Foster, and this is Savannah Gets the Scoop where I interview your favorite people in sports and get them to answer some of our burning questions like, what's your favorite sushi roll? And what are you currently binging on Netflix? Let's get to it. Hi there. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Savannah Gets the Scoop. I'm excited to share a little bit about myself and why I decided to create this podcast in the first place. My name is Savannah Wall Foster, and I'm an NFL agent and vice president of client relations at an NFL agency. I've been working in the football representation space for the past 13 years, and I'm so excited to share some of the things I've learned along the way. I'm also a wife, mother of two, daughter, sister, friend. I love trap music, iced coffee, cupcakes, and for those of you who know me, you know I love me some Javier's and a good margarita every now and then. But enough about me. Why did I decide to create this podcast? I originally had this idea four or five years ago, but if I'm honest, I doubted myself doubt of my abilities. Who would listen to this thing anyways? But I'm avid listener to all kinds of interviews. And one of my very favorite interviewees of all time is 50 Cent. I like him for a lot of reasons, but I think he's very honest. I think he's very real and he gives a lot of great advice. I heard an interview with him recently with Big Boy and he was talking about the importance of not overthinking. And I think, you know, I've found myself guilty of this in my career uh, and particularly in creating this podcast overthinking. Um, And 50 Cent was talking about how whenever he created Into Club, it all came together in about 30 minutes. And if he'd sat and overanalyzed it and overthought it, it certainly wouldn't be the product that we know today. So while I obviously had this idea much before I heard the 50 Cent interview, I think it's a great life lesson to grab the bull by the horn, so to speak, and, and make it happen. And more than anything, I hope that this can kind of serve as a love letter and a public acknowledgement to some of the people who've had such a great impact on me along the way, you know, from industry peers and my clients and their families, of course, to, you know, industry executives and different people who've really helped pave the path for me and make my life so much more enjoyable through their friendships and genuine relationships. I'm excited to let you see a little bit of a peek into that. From the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much for all the support. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Love to welcome my very special guest and very special friend of mine, Tony Jared Eddy, in here, more affectionately known as TJE. What's going on, Tony? What's up? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, I've known you about 10 years or so now. And for those of you who don't know Tony, he started off born and raised in Texas his whole life, went to Texas A&M, played football there, played in the Mm -hmm. NFL, uh, and then obviously now has finished playing but made his way back to Texas A&M where he's on the coaching staff for football. So for you, what has that transition been like from playing to now being on the coaching side of things, having been in all those different positions? Um. It's been it's been different, but it's been fun. I think um, the the main thing is just my love for the game. So whether I'm playing or coaching or you know whatever it is, um, 
the main thing is just my love and my passion for the game that's blessed me with so much. So that's, you know, it's fun. It's not, it's not work to me. When I played, it wasn't working. Now that I'm coaching, um, it's still not work because I love the game of football so much. Yeah. When you bring up another point too, I think, so as long as I've known you, you've always been kind of like a mentor and an older brother and kind of the responsible figure of all the different groups and teams you've been a part of. Was it a natural progression for you? Did you always kind of see yourself taking on a role like that? Um, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know uh, right away. Um, once I start, you know, out of my first and second year, uh, like you said, I was always uh, a little, a little, a little more wise beyond my years. So after my first couple of years of playing, I started thinking about, all right, you know, you know, National Football League. The the famous saying is, is you know, it stands for not for long. So what what am I going to do after? Um, I graduated from Texas A and M, uh, so I had my degree, I had that, but I was like, you know, what do I what what do I really want to do? You know that wouldn't be considered work you know what I mean because I feel like for me once I you know once I once I play um I don't you know I didn't I don't really I didn't see myself getting like a you know a, a job so to speak or working necessarily for somebody um even though I do now at Texas A&M it's still not a job to me um so I was just I'll, I'll always go through and, and, and say like okay what do I, you know, what do I want to do? So I, I started, you know, talking to a couple of people. I talked to um, David Muligela um, um, about um, being an agent and, and, you know, his likes and dislikes with that. I talked to, a, a, I mean, I've even, I've, I've asked you, um, I've talked to Carmen Wallace, um, you know, and I think that ultimately I wanted to give back to the game that blessed me and my family with so much. Yeah. Um, so put myself in a position to do that. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. And I think it's something you can be really good at, obviously. Uh, it seems like you're having fun with it too. So you touched on family. Now I feel like you and I've kind of grown up together basically in this industry from babies to now, you know, seasoned vets, uh, I'd like to right. say it <laughs> and, you know, having family and children of our own. What's it been like, you know, being a dad, like, is he everything you ever imagined and more? Uh, to be honest, no, I, I like I couldn't see myself, even though like I've always been like that older brother, like mentor, like the responsible one. I really couldn't see myself being a dad. And it's just like I remember up to the day he was born, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, how like how how is this going to work? But I think, um, you know, it just happens naturally. And it's been it's been a blast. I have fun. He's sitting here right now. I just made him dinner and um He'll get ready for bed soon, but it's it's been a blast. He keeps me on my toes, and um, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. Well, what's he into these days? Like, what's he watching? Um, he watches Bl Blimpy, Bluey, Paw Patrol. Uh, he loves animals. He loves dinosaurs. He's super. He's super super advanced. I know every parent says like, "Oh, my kid is so smart," but my my son really is super, super advanced. And he's been like speaking in complete sentences since he's like one and a half. He's three now. He'll be four in August. And the dude is is super, super sharp. It's, it's just amazing to me. He picks up on stuff so fast. He's looking at me. He knows I'm talking about him. He's looking at me right now, <laughs> giving me the thumbs up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the affirmations. Well, obviously his mom and dad spend a lot of time working with him. So that's a testament to you guys. 
So let's switch gears a little bit. Obviously, you spent most of your life in the Dallas area and in Texas whenever you went to A&M and then now back coaching a college station, of course. What Mm -hmm. are some of your favorite things about Texas? Like, what do you like about it? Why did you want to end up back there? Um, I just feel like, well, you know, they always say like, um, home is where the heart is and, and, and home, like Texas is home to me. And I feel like my personality, who I am just being like, when you're from Texas, you got pride in saying like, I'm from Texas. I'm from the state. Everybody has pride, but it's a little more oomph in it when you're from Texas, I feel like. And, And obviously I'm biased, but I feel like everybody that I meet that's from Texas. Like when I would meet guys when I played for San Francisco and they'd be from Texas, it's always like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's another one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, they say everything's bigger in Texas. And I just think like we are, we are very proud to be from Texas. They said that, you know, I hear Joe Saltana say Texas needs to be its own country. It needs to separate from the United States and be just its own little, own little place. Um, yeah. I, I, I love everything about Texas. Uh really really about dallas you know texas as a whole but but my home dallas texas i think is a really special place and um you know i i I just take a lot of pride in being from texas yeah well so i know we mentioned a little bit earlier obviously you and i've kind of grown up together we've known each other for 10 years and i legitimately consider you a brother and you've always been such a good dear friend to me and some of my favorite memories in life as i'm thinking about you know back over the past 10 years or so involve you you know from i remember nba all-star game something that had a blast memorial day mm-hmm. in vegas like all these mm-hmm. great things but i think one of my favorite memories uh, in recent past anyways was whenever i come up to your game whenever you're playing in san francisco and we went out to a kanye concert that night and then out afterwards because uh, i got to see right. you in your element for one of the first times that i can remember uh so mm-hmm. being like in your space, in your zone, uh, was something that I really had a great time doing. And I never really shared that with you. So I'm going to take this opportunity to let you know, I really love being up there in your space. And I know you consider the Bay Area kind of a second home uh, as you were up there for quite a while too. But what memories did you make while you were up there that kind of stick out to you? I mean, obviously, other than playing in the Super Bowl, which of course would be a number one for anybody, but what other memories kind of stick out to you about your time up there in the Bay? Um. Just those teams that I those teams that I that I was on my my early years. Um, obviously the Super Bowl. You you mentioned the Super Bowl. That was my my rookie year, and, and my team was literally it was stacked. It was like an all star team all star team that you create on Madden. Um, like my rookie class, the first person to play in my rookie class was not like the first, or second, or third rounder. It was a free agent tight end, uh, uh, Garrett Selick, Brent Selick's little brother who had a great career. He just retired and played like nine years. Um, but he was the first person to play. Like it was, it was that stack where the Niners literally could have not had a draft and still been ended up where they where where we did eventually, which was the Super Bowl. Um, those teams, I mean, we just had, we had a lot of, obviously um, anything you do when you win in is fun, but we just had a, it, it was just a, a different kind of bond that we, that we all shared. Um, you know, I had, you know, I was on a team with Randy Moss, who, you know, everybody idolizes growing up. And then just, you know, to be my rookie year and I can come up to him and, you know, shake his hand and he come up and he know my name. And, you know, it was just things like that, like the brotherhood. And, they, you know, people always said, like, you know, you don't miss, you know, you miss playing the game sometime because it's what you've done since you were a little kid. But it's like those those bonds, those locker rooms, those connections, those flights home after 
after uh, winning or, you know, even even I remember after losing the Super Bowl, sitting on the bench and, and, and crying with some of my guys, you know, being motivated to work hard that offseason and, you know, seeing one of seeing some of my teammates in, in L.A. or in Atlanta or seeing them in Dallas. You know what I mean? Like those those are those are the things that I miss. You know, I, I miss just being with the guys. So yeah. this is it, which is which is why it's so fun now. You know, we had a great season last year. We finished number four in the country at Texas A&M. We went nine and one in the all SEC schedule. We lost to Bama, who, you know, we all know went on and, and, and won a national championship. But like those locker rooms, it reminds me so much of being when I was a player, you know, being in those locker rooms after wins and after losses. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm sure playing with legends like Randy Moss sharpened your skills as a player and an athlete. But what about like your how did they influence you in being a man? Um, I mean, that's another thing that I didn't get to touch on. Like I do consider the Bay Area as 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 my second home and my dentist is still there. I still go out there a couple times out of the a couple times out of the year just because I love and every time I land. You do have great just, teeth. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, every time I land out there, just like the smell of the air and like I just feel like, ah, this is home. And I mean, that that place shaped me to be and it has a lot to do with the man that I am today. Uh, you know, I got there a 20, 21 year old, you know, young man and I left there, a, a, you know, a grown man, 27, 27, 28 year old grown man. So, um, I mean, I, I, I love that place so much. Um not as much as I love Dallas, but I love I love the Bay Area so much. And I, I get out there a couple of times a year um, and it's just it's refreshing every time I go. Yeah. No, I know it's important to you. So I won't keep you too much longer. I know Enzo needs to get to bed. Uh, he's probably sitting mm -hmm. there uh, staring you down. But I'm going to do a couple of just real quick rapid fire questions. So just say the first thing that comes to your mind whenever I ask these. So gotcha. favorite rapper of all times. Lil Wayne. Good. I'm glad you got that one right. Uh, favorite artist right now? Um, a mix between Drake and Lil Baby. Okay. Best restaurant in Dallas? Mm. Nick and Sounds. Ooh, okay. Favorite vacation destination? Um, Costa Rica. Okay. And then advice to the next generation? Um, always be true to yourself. Um, you know, I seen some on Instagram the other day that said, you know, people, people buy, people spend all this money to, to get this or get that, to try to, in, to try to impress people that, you know, that don't really even care about them. Um, when it, when it costs nothing to be yourself and be free. So my advice to people would be stay true to yourself. Don't let people or, or, or things change who you are. Um, even when, when you have success with the highs and the lows, stay true to yourself. Yeah, well, that's a perfect way to end this segment. So I really appreciate you so much, Tony. Thanks for all your time. Love you to pieces. And uh, you know, I'll be you. talking love to you, you soon. <laughs> all, right, all right, thank you. All right. Thank you for having me. Bye -bye. All right, bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.